Hi, this is Sean Blackshear, life insurance broker for First Family Life Allegiance. Did you know that life insurance not only will cover you if you pass away, but it's also used to build a legacy for your family. It can also help you generate income. It can protect your mortgage and it can cover you with any kind of medical affliction. Please contact me at 314-374-3412. Or please drop me a message on on Facebook and like the page at First Family Life Allegiance or go to my website, firstfamilylifeallegiance.com and schedule an appointment and I'll call you at a time that works for you. That dress sure had me fooled. For a minute I thought you was getting to be a lady. It's going to be a pleasure to give you a lesson in marksmanship. You couldn't give me a lesson in long-distance spitting. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Anything you can be, I can be greater. All righty, welcome to another session of the Before After Podcast. And I'm telling you, this is an exciting session because this is a crossover show. Yes, it is. <laughs> welcome. Yes, so um, we are actually submerging two podcast episodes into one. Mm-hmm. So I'm. this is, of course, Chrissy Danielle, the talk lady with the Before After Podcast and... And Ariana Shears, the host of the Rendezvous podcast. Y'all, this is a very exciting topic. (laughs) And we talk about segments of this topic so often. Right. And it was about time that we really dive into it and find how does this work in relationships and how does it work biblically? Right. And how do people see this at, how do people see this um, when they're normal selves, when they're interacting with family, with friends, in romantic relationships, which is kind of where this whole thing kicked off, really. Yeah. So, Tell them, tell them your podcast name. And, and, and of course, you please, if you haven't yet, subscribe to both podcasts on Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to spot, uh, podcasts. <laughs> I am the Before After Podcast and the Rendezvous Podcast. Yes. So you heard the song. Okay, y'all heard the songs, uh, the song at the beginning. Anything you can do, I can do better. Yeah, of course, uh, the name of this show, this crossover show, yes, is uh, Emotional Gender Roles. Mm -hmm. This is so, so important. Yes. (laughs) So what I like about this particular session is that it addresses what we've thought always had to be. And I'm going to say this, but shout out to Kevin Samuels for bringing out these conversations that people did not want to have about what they're looking for, why they're looking for, what they bring to the table, what they don't bring to the table. And one thing that he mentioned in one of his, I guess you could say, shows was how men can't expect a 50s wife if they're not bringing the 50s security. Right. 
Let me just, <laughs> let me go in right there. <laughs> go for it. Because, see, uh, when we talk about emotional gender roles, roles, how does that fit in with mental health and how does that fit in with rendezvous and relationship topics and all of these things? Because, see, here's the thing. Key word is safety. Last week on the Before After podcast, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It was uh, love versus safety. Which one will you choose? Mm-hmm. And we talked about how that could really mean two different things, just like in we do character building class at our church and uh like pastor pam said yeah love and trust are two different things and and trust goes along with safety and so one thing that ariana and i we're like best friends okay i always discuss how i have this approach or lack thereof of approach (laughs) (laughs) from men yes 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 (laughs) and the approach people will look listen i got the goods honey oh my gosh continue (laughs) because that's gonna get us into a different episode (laughs) okay people will men will look they will they will admire the my work ethic however with me it is business yes and but with Ariana, well, why don't you speak for yourself? No, I want you to tell me what you are uh, seeing about my life, and then I will comment yes. based off of that. And so Ariana has this you way. Bay. <laughs> Not his name. But. Yes, okay. <laughs> Ariana and Bay, okay, she allows herself to be the receiver. Um, And Ariana, even when we're out somewhere, Ariana's... Uh, uh, men gravitating towards Ariana, but they seem more open. Mm-hmm. And so this is something Ariana and I, because I have been divorced, um, you know, separated since 2014, okay? Mm-hmm. And we divorced 2015. I haven't been on a date since, y'all. I'm yeah. being real honest, okay? Because yeah. I, I feel that you should not do that right after divorcing yeah. okay yeah. whatever and so me still being a single woman and Ari- and you know ariana single as well <laughs> well single in the terms of okay like, yes. i'm not married but, but she's in a, in a relationship, relationship. right yes. and so uh, and and we got on the topic the subject yes. well, a lot of times what is it about me <laughs> and, but i'm but i'm starting to realize um you know because i had to up my therapy sessions and like all of that i realized i operate in a lot of I, i'm not a fan of the term my personal belief is god is neither male nor female Correct. but god has male, male characteristics god has female characteristics and yes. when a man and a woman get together it expresses the full image of yes, god but yes. I, for the sake of uh, the show i operate in a lot of male energy a lot of masculine versus yes, your feminine exactly yeah. and ariana operates in a lot of feminine yes. energy yes and you, i love it here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes i mean it, it, did i get a good description yes that's a great description and what how this whole thing came about is i would just share with her these powerful moments that myself and Bay would have and christy's just like how how <laughs> how is this a thing but then she would also 
observe what he would say to me and how I would respond or what I would present to him. And then that's what what really helped us to see that I'm allowing myself to operate in my more feminine nature because I feel secure with his masculine. And then he also submits to my feminine nature. So if I am wanting to be nurturing, if I am wanting to be compassionate or anything like that, he accepts it. So I don't feel like I have to fight for a role because we're both doing our part. Right. And and that was, ladies, just side note, do not be hating. I'm learning from my friend Okay, you are. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. Okay, I'm just say that side note. If you're jealous or envious, please oh, know this whole thing won't work. Yeah, this whole because see, I put on my Instagram one time. Behind every jealous and envious person is a fear of being left behind. Ooh. Let's just call it what it is. So, um, but yeah, so I am as I'm observing, and even my mother in the faith, Pastor Pamela Dillon, she's so feminine. Oh my gosh, she is so feminine. And the beautiful part about her is that a lot of men also are drawn to how she can be full. Like she is feminine, but she's not super overly dainty. There isn't this sort of, which is something we talked about, there isn't this um, connotation of weakness when thinking of her at all. And speaking of weakness, that was something you and I had talked about. How I feel that me being feminine, I equated that subconsciously with being weak. Yeah, but it's really your nature. It's like how you (laughs) were created to be. But then we also, because I remember us talking about this, when women have this sort of strong nature, and they don't have that whole balance, sometimes it's it's beneficial to look and see what your relationship with your father was. Did you even have one? So are you Come operating on. in the absence of something that you could have been benefiting from, but now when you don't have it, you almost have to be what you don't have. Oh. Or you don't know to have the balance because you know that there's something that has to be there, but if it's not seen, you gotta give what you aren't getting. Yeah, and and even talking about correlating to um, the relationship, like parental relationships, like especially for a woman, the relationship with her father. Yeah. Um, And it doesn't matter whether he straight out abandoned or whether he passed (laughs) early on, whether he passed early on in your life. It is still... um, the idea of I was responding out of my trigger of not having him. Yes. And so I became the man. Yeah. And that, and that's even true. Like my marriage. Yeah. My, oh, I'm not married. Former. Yeah. yeah. Former marriage. <laughs> yeah. I would, we definitely had the roles. Yeah. But they were just reversed <laughs> and we never had a balance. Yeah. Right. And the expectation so uh, uh, She's a runner, she's a track star. She gonna run away. <laughs> we can hear all of it. <laughs> Martinez? Martinez. He might be in the bathroom. Yeah, tell me. As long as there's no play. He's probably still hooked too. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, let's start back. Let's start back at the part where um 
<laughs> where we talked about as a kid not having the roles. Okay. Because honestly, when you are a kid and you don't have that balance, then you can easily act in the masculine if you don't have. Right. Yeah. And then essentially you were talking about too how you found that in your former marriage. Yeah. So in my former marriage, I'm I'm just going to give you guys just a breakdown. Thank you. Um, So I... I put in my book that I'm writing. I said I was born a woman, but raised like an emotionally detached man. Mm, in my marriage, I wore the pants. Mm. The house, the house was in my name. The cars were in my name. See, I said multiple cars yeah. were in my name. I made the money. He stayed home. He cooked. He cleaned. But so. I was rocking all the way in the masculine. He was rocking all the way in the feminine. But because we did not have a balance of that, it caused so much turmoil within the marriage. Yeah. And if so, though, we don't typically prescribe to the term divine feminine energy, masculine energy, etc. This is more so to help you have something to connect it to, have something to relate it back to. So when I looked it up. It said the energy of the feminine embodies the nurturer, the healer, the compassionate peacemaker. So he was essentially in that role right. during the marriage, though you were looking for him to be the masculine, which it Ooh. says focuses on doing and achieving. And so, yes. <laughs> and so, and here's the thing. I, 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 this is something you and I have discussed plenty of times. Yeah. I... I don't like the term alpha females, but for the sake of the session, the shows. Yeah. yeah. Crossovers. We can call it a yeah. session. Yeah. <laughs> for the sake of this, the session, it really is um, alpha female. Mm-hmm. I would be considered as an alpha female. Ariana, yeah. you know my past. Oh, yeah. I had, I own my own banquet Rock center. and rolling. I, listen, I own and my. stopped it because you were finna go to school, but while Muggs was still. Hey, uh, you still doing events? Like, no. Nah, uh. I mean, I'm talking about I had caterers. I had yeah, vendors. vendors. I, yeah. I'm like, I, it was like a full-on, we did weddings, bridal, bridal show. I just want to give you, it was a full-on building. And then, of course, uh, I was doing my internship for my master's in counseling. Now I yeah. have a counseling practice. Yeah. I've always been the go-getter. Yeah. But when it comes to alpha females, and I believe I said this in one of my other shows, pri- publicly, I will be alpha, but privately, I didn't want to be alpha. Yeah, and you mentioned you've mentioned that how with women who tend to be outwardly to the world, and you mentioned this about a uh, basketball wives, when yes. women are are those like a uh, Taraji P Henson on What Men Want. She was the go-to woman. She was the one in the boardroom with the men. She was the head honcho. So, and wanting to be the head honcho because they was trying to, you know. Uh, treat her like a Rudy Poo and not give her her props. But uh, shout out to my old landlord for teaching me that word. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but she was the one that was out there getting and achieving and doing. But then when you find someone who allows you to be in that nurturing space, you want to turn off. Yes. You don't want to always be yes. on. And so that balance is super helpful with the masculine and feminine because you always are going to need something to yin your yang. Yes. So if you're always out doing, 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 when you get home and you want to relax, you want to, you want to, to just 
turn the the alpha off. You yes. have to have someone who compliments that. Yes, and and so here's the thing. I'm all for powerful wom- women. I'm a powerful wo- yeah. w- woman, you know. But when it comes to mad at the topic we're talking about masculine and feminine energy i was operating out of my masculine because of the trauma yeah yes some women operate in the masculine more yeah but i was operating out of the trauma Mm. because it was i did not have a father so i'll become one yeah (laughs) yeah and and so i I really think women need to look at that and then vice versa, man. Yeah. But just an example really quick that you just gave, you know, about the basketball wives. Mm-hmm. Actually, in public, they appear submissive. Yeah. They're very calm. They're sitting down. They're clapping their hands when he makes yeah, a hoop. Super supportive. Yeah. Uh, you know, on his side. But at home, like when I'm not a fan of the show, but basketball wives, these women are very masculine. Yeah. They are the quote unquote. <laughs> pants wear in the home in the home the man is just chilling yeah (laughs) and so you know they'll say things like they'll have the schedule tomorrow we are doing this right i need you to do this right we are because now they're taking on that balance because if he is out the breadwinner doing getting and everything when he brings it back okay now i am going to take on the headship so to speak um of this dynamic of our relationship there's that balance so she doesn't have to be on 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 submissive submissive all the time but if we also think about it in abusive relationships Mm. there is no balance you are dominant outside and you're dominating inside that is so good there is no balance (laughs) they don't know how to turn on and i don't even mean just men abusing women but even when women are abusive scratching a man up giving them black eyes they are that person outside and they don't know how to flip it internally they want That's full powerful. control at all times and not allow themselves to retreat and to be taken care of to submit to someone else it's always no i am the head honcho always and you are my subordinate always right right and and, and that balance is so important yes that balance is so important i always tell clients look mental health moment right here i always tell clients you know it's a hurt or somebody is hurting if they're on either if they're on an extreme on the spectrum mm-hmm. for instance uh when we talk about codependency yeah either they're extreme because codependency has two looks it looks like the person being controlling mm-hmm. or it looks like the person being a pushover yeah. so they're on either end of the spectrum and when we talk so codependency either they're extreme pushover or they're or they're extremely controlling. They're never in the middle. Yeah. Same thing with masculine and feminine. Either they're extremely masculine mm-hmm. or they're extremely feminine. And we talked about this on. You can go back and listen to the Men Cry Two mm, Part Two yes. episode. And in that episode, we dive deeper into the toxic nature of masculinity and how men overall haven't. If they are toxically mat toxically, is that a word? Toxic masculinity. If they are toxic in their masculinity, it's typically because they haven't had that well-rounded example. They don't know that just because you are the breadwinner, just because you are a macho man, just because you are a man's man, doesn't mean that you have to be aggressive. Correct. It doesn't mean that you have to be the aggressor in all So he's overly in his masculine. Exactly. Because toxic, uh, if you really want to talk about it, as a nurse... For those of you listening through the Rendezvous podcast, yes. not only am I a therapist, but I'm a registered nurse, yes. too. And so 
when we talks about talk about somebody being in a toxic state medically mm-hmm. or septic yeah. Um, they it is too much in overload. I yes. mean, the person is just poisonous, and so too much of something yeah. can be a bad thing. Yes, and I and I fully believe, and you have to go back and listen on season one, men cry two, and then season two, men cry two, part two. Mm-hmm. You have to listen to both because each man that was in both of those episodes, they are very well rounded in their masculinity. In their masculinity, they cry. Mm -hmm. but they also express how and why they feel comfortable to and when they feel as a man it's not so it's also giving you that vulnerability but also showing you what it looks like to have responsibility of a man and how you should have both of those components correct and this is perfect with the masculine and feminine because you you need both internally as well as expressing it Externally. And it does not matter if you're a man or a woman. No. You, if you're a woman, you need both. Yes. If you're a man, you need both. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yes. I I, I totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I t- it's listen. Y'all should feel the energy up in this studio because it's so. It is so true. Like mm-hmm. I, I I was and and it goes back to what me and Ariana would. Uh, talking about, I was about to say Grande. It's fine. I call her Grande. Grande. Um, uh, but that's something me and Grande were talking about <laughs> early on when we first opened up the show, which was I would operate in masculinity and the way men would approach me. It was as if you were masculine. And it was business. Yeah. But men would approach Ariana and it was just a softness. Yeah. And, and, and because she allowed them. So, ladies, listen. If you are, listen, if you are in your masculine, I'm challenging you to operate and interpret life through the feminine. Yes. And that looks like having a way to do so, you have to feel secure. Thank you. The Bring masculine, that in. Thank you. The masculine provides a type of security overall. And if you have that security, you don't feel like you have to overcompensate exactly or compensate for the areas that should be <laughs> taken care of yeah like myself oh i almost I almost mentioned a project in the future <laughs> that cannot be unveiled yet but there's a project where we discuss um how we feel when a man is telling us that things are taken care of when you hear a man say to you as a woman, <laughs> I have this covered. I have done this. Um, this is what we're going to do. There's a type of covering. There's a type of headship that makes you feel like you can be free when you're secure. You don't have to worry about how I look, what I'm going to do, is this taken care of, etc. You can just move about because now you don't have to worry about certain things that you can't quite be as free in. Yeah. And so a conversation that myself and Bay had, um, I was sharing some vulnerable things about myself. And as the the masculine part of the of the relationship, I didn't have to think about me and my emotions in that moment. I didn't have to cover me. OK, well, how will you respond or how will you feel when I tell you? Because he offered that to- safety. Yes. Is this going to make you offended? But as the quote unquote nurturer and peacemaker, I had to make peace within myself first. I had to make sure, are you comfortable right. sharing and being open so that right. you can you can present this nature to someone else? It had right. to happen in self first. 
Yeah. And and that's where I'm discovering because and something Grande and I always talked about was that I have yet to meet a man except I have met. Um, that is my spiritual father, <laughs> my pastor. He's my pastor. <laughs> and then, of course, um, our associate pastor, Pastor David. He's so calm. Yes. He's P- Pastor David is so calm. Yes. He's like walking peace. Yes. And so, um, but I'm outside of, of them. I'm in the, when we talk about the realm of dating and friendships and stuff outside of them, I have never, I've never met a man that made me feel safe. Yeah. Never. And that's something you and I talked about. Mm-hmm. So I'm, uh, and, and you mentioned something so beautifully because what Bay does is he creates this space mm-hmm. for you to be the woman. Yes. And, and, and it, champions it. Yeah, exactly. And, and here's the thing. And cause see, man, this is a good tool right here. You have when a woman is approaching you with an issue, you cannot. You have to lower your masculine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so good because that's you, exactly what he does. Yes, you have to lower your masculine yeah. because what do most dudes do when you approach them with an issue that you have with them? Now, ladies, it's about your approach too. Yes, ladies, when you approach, it has to be feminine. It cannot be masculine. Uh, you know the the number one toxic statement. So I'm not understanding why, <laughs> or tell me why, or so I think it's funny. Me, <laughs> I think it's funny how yeah. that's already extremely. You're approaching yeah. him. You're approaching vulnerable issues that you have in a masculine state. Yes. Of course, he's gonna get masculine back. So it takes it takes two to d- do this thing. Yeah. So uh, so, but fellas, when she when the woman is approaching you with intimate vulnerable issues or something that she sees in the relationship whether it's friendship or in herself or in us yeah it doesn't it doesn't matter you have to match that with uh, with some feminine energy mm-hmm. because see the worst thing you could do is when she approached you with something and you respond defensive yeah defensive behavior is masculine mm-hmm. protective behavior is masculine mm-hmm. and i don't think we realize so this is even a challenge. You know, I always say it in every session. Mm-hmm. Come, Come on, on uh, rendezvous listeners. Let's Listen, hop on in. <laughs> I was just about to say <laughs> rendezvousins. <laughs> we don't have a name yet. Rendezvous <laughs> listeners. Yeah, but I, but uh, this is a challenge. I want you before you respond or say something. I want you to give yourself the option. What does masculine look like? What does feminine look like? Yeah. And I want you to respond accordingly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's, and I think a, a good example of this, and I say this loosely because I don't know their life, but just from what I have seen, if you all are familiar with the show, Chrisley Knows Best, they are a great example of being in their full self, but balancing each other out. I'm not saying that that works for everybody because it does not work for me. <laughs> However, for them, they found a balance with each other 
where they both have the the masculine and feminine qualities and where they balance out it makes a, a complete cohesion between the two of them that's like fairly extreme in the feminine masculine balance but it goes to show what it can look like if your um the the female counterpart is more strong in certain areas that you would expect a man to be but then the man or male counterpart is a little softer in an area that you would traditionally expect a man to be but the overall goal is balance and figuring out that balance between the two of you in any relationship not just romantic but whatever the relationship is find the balance and thrive in that balance thrive in that balance and 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 i have an example me and grande ariana okay (laughs) oh this is the example that you're gonna okay perfect i don't know this example guys i'm hearing it for the first time yeah this is the example look at the dynamics Grande and I have in the show itself. Yes, this is such a great example. <laughs> because I I purposefully wanted us to kind of talk for a minute. Yeah. Do you see how I can get very coachy? <laughs> yeah. I can get very instructional, direct, to the mm-hmm. point. And, and, and then do you see how Ariana just provides like the atmosphere and the flow and uh, you can even hear it in the tone of our voices. Yes. Yeah. That's so good. (laughs) Oh, that's juicy. But but you see how the, the show is flowing and it's bringing out the most problems in relationships. The woman does not understand the voice of a man and a man does not understand the voice of a woman. And the one who developed the foundation of that voice is nine times out of ten the parent who caused the parental trauma. Yes. And I think we just need to really look at that. And I I really want you to assess that and even use this as an example. Because, but I will tell you, it is very scary learning to operate in your feminine as a woman, as a woman, when you're used to operating in your masculine. Exactly. I, you know, and, but my masculine works for me. I can walk in a business room mm-hmm. and lay it down. Yeah. I, you, listen, if you ever want me to start a business <laughs> with you, <laughs> you know it's true, girl. Oh, it's coming off the ground, which means, <laughs> look, I'm going to make you be you for our thing. We got a project, y'all. <laughs> and I need, I need, I need Christy to be this oh for this project. <laughs> And I, I realized you can I see have the embarrassment. To, yes, I have to come in my masculine bag for this. That is one that we <laughs> are totally. Like, what is it? That's one that we're <laughs> totally going to switch roles with. But it's perfect because we both will allow ourselves balance. Oh, it's coming off the ground. If I have to drag her by her beautiful, I'm saying no. curly hair. <laughs> oh, it's happening. You guys wait. Yeah, it it is a challenge. I am testing the waters of femininity, if that's so to speak. Uh, So I, listen, ladies, I want you to ask yourself, if you are operating in in all of your masculine, has a man ever made you feel safe? Mm. If not, you need to take this to your therapist or your coach or you know, whatever you see. Yeah, take take it. Because we... I have never felt safe by a man. But when Grande, when she's around men, she's 
very open, not bad open. It used to be bad open. I had to learn to reel that much. Yeah, let's, let's tell the truth. Shame the devil. Tell okay? them to shame them. But, I, <clears throat> but what I'm saying is, it's very inviting. But even if you look at anatom- uh, anatomically, oh, the anatomy of a man and a woman, let's yeah. just come on it's grown folk podcast and i think i do believe the lord made it that way on purpose was that the woman is created in intimacy intimacy to receive yes the man is created to give yes and so and so you will thrive in life when you learn how to receive so what am i saying I'm speaking to the women and I'm speaking to the men who are dealing with hurt women you cannot move forward until your womb w-o-m-b is healed from trauma women store trauma in their wombs women are nurturers yes this is why we entertain toxic relationships because if i could only if i could just incubate you and if i and cultivate and make you give you what you need and just and foster that love and create an environment for you to flourish then you could be this potential i see can grow but the issue is you gotta choose yes we can't choose for people we can't that's what it comes down to i can see it all day but if you haven't if you haven't proven that you are willing and capable and able to do things for yourself i cannot and so that's honestly one of the really beautiful um things that happened in my relationship there was total potential there but if i'm not seeing any action i i laid out the groundwork this is what Hmm. i need come on yeah. for there to be any type of progress mm-hmm. and you will meet me there but we can't move on their behalf i can't move the standard line or move the goalpost so you can get it this is where the goalpost is <laughs> so you're gonna have to meet it and you have a semi-timeline <laughs> and if you don't meet it then thank you so much for coming have a good day it was a pleasure um for what it was I you see how she you. says that you see how she i will <laughs> because look, I, there's that 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 healing, nurturing, compassionate side that once we are secure in ourselves, we don't have to do it the masculine way. It doesn't have to be a hit the it's my way or the highway. Hey, this is the environment I've created, and if you would like to entertain this environment, if you'd like to thrive in this environment, if you'd like to be in this environment, <laughs> you have to come through in this fashion. And if you are not able to do so. I will not be threatened or hindered in what I've created, so you will have to exit, if you even had access. But that reminds me, um, on the Before After podcast, the show recently that I did was Love or Safety. Yeah. And, and this is what I say, and my clients just really have been thriving off of this, and I, my per- me personally, I have been thriving off of this. I'm not looking for love, I'm looking for safety. Yes. Because the example you just gave, see, love will have you in a toxic relationship because you love them. You don't want to leave them. Yeah. But you're checking DMs. Even in domestic abuse situations, we don't want to make light of that. You know, but domestic abuse uh, situations and even if the person is cheating, we're checking DMs, we're trying to get in emails, we're trying to unlock phones. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is a whole TikTok thread videos of how to 
unlock your man's phone wow okay but see that's love but not safety you know what's beautiful about what you're saying we went to the movies and saw old at the movies Hmm. and towards the end i won't give it all away but the husband revealed that he had seen his his wife do something but he did not address it with her he just began to create an environment for her to feel like she can be who she was in this other environment he found out about. Mm. So instead of addressing it, he's like, okay, if that's what you want, let me give you what you think you are needing so that you can see that I'm still what I should have always been for you. Mm. So instead of addressing it, oh, you doing this and then, okay, you like that, I'll do that. Mm. Let me be what it is that you're looking for solace in. Mm. But see, he it saw that he saw that, but created the space. Yes, and, and and that's what I'm saying. Safety, because he what with the example you just gave that was that was not potential. That was him actually mm. putting the effort. Yes. See, when you look for love, you'll be blinded and miss all the signs, and you'll fall in love with potential all the time. But when you are looking for safety, you can pinpoint what makes you safe, what you need. And then you would be able to decipher whether the person is doing it or not. And if they're not giving you the safety, you have a right to put a boundary yeah, and move forward. Because the worst thing in the world is to be um, is to be emotionally smitten with someone and not have your needs met. Not oh, isn't that horrible? It feels it's like, like you're pouring into an empty cup. Yes. Like, I can see it going in there. I don't feel anything, though, because you keep having these moments, these fleeting moments, these um, these opportunities and experiences where you're experiencing each other. And it's great in that moment, but in the you moment. leave and have no substance, nothing to hold on My to, goodness. nothing that reassures you that this is actually a great choice. I do feel fed. I do feel seen. I do feel heard. I do feel um, connected. Mm. But what you're going to do is feel good for a few moments. And it's Let's good, see. good enough. And see, I and I love that you said that because it's like you were in the studio. <laughs> Freak. But but it, it was, I said, love, that's hormones. Yeah. Endorphins, oxytocin, <laughs> dopamine. I I'm such a. you say that every you time. Know, I, you just I, rattle them I, off. <laughs> You know, my oxytocin, my endorphins. This is my a joke. Dopamine this is, is a joke I told Ariana. <laughs> <laughs> this is a joke I told uh, Ariana. I said, I said, you know, uh, when I, if a guy makes me like feel like school girly or something, I'll say, uh, oh boy, you making my dopamine rush. <laughs> <laughs> and we just such a nerd, and but, I love it. But that's, I mean, but if you really want to talk about it, oxy, oxycontin, Tylen, yeah. and, and all that, they make drugs to mimic that yeah, hormone. Absolutely. So listen, what's gonna set your love apart? What's gonna set? It's mm-hmm. safety. I don't want to just feel love. I want to feel safe. Yes, and that's what all a lot of these long-standing relationships that we see and know and love, even the personal personal ones. Think of a relationship you see in your personal life that you love, like you honor their relationship. They provide a safety for each other in whatever way that you can see, whether it's, hey, I'll never go this place without you or I won't allow you to do anything by yourself. Right. Outside of the physical safety, it's also 
when I feel vulnerable, yes, yes, I yes, yes. feel that you have my best interests at heart. Right. You won't take anything personal and use it Correct. against me. Correct. There's that 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 environment of safety that's created and that's what you feel when you see these people it's yeah y'all are love loving each other and you are you know showing all the couple goals relationship goals right. whatever oh, but what you truly feel from that is you feel that assurance that they have each other in a way that nobody else can penetrate which is why we look at it like man that's amazing i want that yeah it's impenetrable and so when we talk about safety when I am safe is when I can be feminine. If you trigger me, I'm going to go to my masculine. Every woman does that. Yeah. Every, every human being does that. We have two sides for a reason. You okay? So, uh, listen, I, I'm going to just say this, that when, when you are triggered... If you go to your masculine, because everybody gets protective when they when they're triggered, mm-hmm. so everybody goes to their masculine. So, ladies, if you have a fear of vulnerability, fellas, if you have a fear of vulnerability, then that means it's too much. Uh, you've been met with so much unsafeness, yeah. and and now you're just operating in just all masculine, and we need that fem. And you know, even when we um. When we get on the topic of like sex therapy, yeah, having first off, we need to know who wants to be the submissive one, right? See, now we in couples therapy now. Yeah. Yeah, oh no, <laughs> that's a it's a it's it's a a real thing that if you don't know off the top of your head, because you could easily assume what someone wants, but you have to physically ask what someone likes because it may be very different than their outward nature how they act in the world or how they act you know outside with others is not how they may act in an intimate setting and not even just sexually just an intimate setting you need to know which which do you prefer and how do you feel best to receive your safety correct and exactly submission submission and the bedroom <laughs> yeah the little the bedroom the bedroom <laughs> that is very important <laughs> stop it grande now <laughs> we're being so candid right here both of y'all amen okay all right i'm gonna just stop right there oh, we, that's we, a part two conversation that's a part two it Y'all really, have to come to our Patreon for that one. Yeah, yeah. If we're gonna invite some sex therapists on, yes. Oh, that's a Patreon conversation. Yeah. Okay. We're not gonna give up the goods anymore. Yeah, we're not gonna give this. This is so good. This is so good. <laughs> I, listen, I'm I'm looking at my notes and I'm trying to see um, what because there are some things that and we I think we brought them all brought yeah. them all out. Yeah. And, and so, listen, there Great will be. Balance create a balance yes ladies challenge yourself in being more feminine if you're masculine ladies if you're more in your feminine challenge your masculine yeah. fellas you too yeah. if, if it, it's it makes a difference yes it i'm ma- excited for y'all yeah let us know let us know listen i want to hear from you before after counseling at gmail.com you can also t- reach out to me on all social media handles the talk lady that's my name on tiktok 
that is my name on Facebook, the talk lady at the talk lady, Christy Danielle. Okay. That, uh, is my name on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Reach out. And I want to, I want to hear your thoughts about this questions. We might do a live one day. Um, that's, that's how you can reach me. Grande. Yep. Uh, champagne underscore. Hallelujah. IG hashtag the rendezvous podcast because things are coming and uh y'all need to be included included we have to hear this feedback yeah oh we have to because remember if you're operating in one more than the other there is a trauma yep it's a problem it's a problem together yeah guys thank you so much for listening yes subscribe to the rendezvous yes subscribe to the rendezvous podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify follow there all places that you can listen to podcast and the same thing for the before after show with the talk lady listen we love you and rendezvous people and and before after people i always end the sessions cross pollinate yes (laughs) and this is something i always end the sessions with um who were you before the trauma Until next time. Bye.